This podcast is listener supported. To help us out, go to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash Red Bull Rant. The Red Bull Rant is a free-flowing podcast with three soccer-loving idiots who don't know when to shut their dumb potty mouths. So listener discretion, yeah, it's it's pretty much advised. Welcome, my friends, to the Should Never Ends. This is the Red Bull Rant Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Ipico. I'm Ben McDonald. I'm Truman, and this is episode 252, The Million Dollar Dream. I think, the, I think the Rebels can use a million dollar dream after getting rid of uh, Sasha Question, who apparently decided to show, uh, throw some shade on the team this, this week. Yeah. Depending sure on who did. you ask, anyway. <laughs> or spoke the truth. Well, that's uh yeah. Uh, we can get to that. Actually, uh, you know what? Let's get to that first. That wasn't even on the agenda, but let's get to that. <laughs> now it is. So, I don't remember the exact phrase or the exact words he said, but uh, I think the summation, and you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, the summation was basically, I didn't get the reaction I thought I would when I left, and the team is not being the run the way it should if they want to win. Yeah, sure. That means I mean, they're, they're both stroking it, not. I mean, His thought is they didn't bring enough. They don't bring enough players uh, from outside the academy system. Yeah. To win. Okay. Not enough DPs. Yeah. Or just not enough uh, pieces, right? That's kind of the way he was saying it. Because <clears throat> the 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 way it generally works, at least in American sports, is you have your star players, you have some young guys, and then you have some role players to fill in the, the gaps and that's how you win ch- titles, right? So Yeah. The Red Bulls aren't really doing that too much. Nope. They're just pretty much bringing up youth and that's it. So I, I think the fan reaction's been mixed, if I am if I'm right. Like yeah. some uh some agree, some disagree, some ask who Sasha Question is. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the Sean Davis Sorry. fans. John Davis people. Yeah, so uh what do you what do you guys think? Pat, we'll start with you. What do you think about the, the comments that Cluster made? Uh, I mean, yeah, I gotta admit the whole uh he he wasn't happy with the reaction he got when he left from the fans. I, I didn't hear that part. Really what I'd heard uh was pretty much the you know, the team does when they have a chance they don't really invest. And I, I absolutely one hundred percent agree. They had a chance these last couple of years. They had a good core. Um and they had the opportunity to really make a push for the MLS Cup, and they did not do it. Uh, you know, they traded away Dax McCarty. They did not replace him. You know, they, you know, it's just they left holes all over the place. Um, you know, Lloyd Sam, you could say they never truly replaced either. I mean, now it looks like maybe they're doing it with Kaku, although for all you know, Kaku is supposed to replace uh, Lloyd Sam. Uh, yeah, I think I think there's. Absolutely. I mean, when you, especially when you see teams like Atlanta United splashing cash all over the place, and you're a team from the New York area where, you know, we expect to spend, we expect to push for championships, um, they're not doing it. Uh, and, and, you know, for every Tyler Adams, you're going to have, you know, I don't know, you're going to have a million Dan Metzgers, you know, who amount to nothing out of the academy system. So, 
it is absolutely is not something they can rely on solely to win titles. And uh, the criticism was fair. Well, I'll say this. I mean, they did kind of replace Lloyd Sam with Daniel Royer. Uh, was was where on there? It was just, was Sam? I'm trying to remember now. Just saying that's they, they pretty much played the same position on the field. Um, but I, I mean, they were one goal away from being TFC in the playoffs. Uh, I, you know, just throwing it out there. I know Sasha, you know, likes to complain, but uh, first of all, dude. You got red carded at, at halftime in a playoff game, so I really I don't really care what you think. I mean, that's that's number one. I mean, you helped cost the team a, a possible playoff win, so that's probably number one. Uh, do they not spend money? No, but you can either have a team that invests in the youth system and builds a team from that, or you can have a team that just spends a lot of money, like TFC and even NYCFC, and then when those players are gone, you're right back to the shithole. Let's face it. Maybe. I mean, maybe. Uh, Blue team hasn't won yet with David Villa. And once David Villa leaves, or if he gets hurt, that's the end of that. That's it. You know, there's, there's, they're going to go right into the shithole while the Red Bulls lose a player. I think they'd be able to recover fairly well. Maybe losing Bradley Ray Phillips would hurt, but I think they would still be a playoff team. Uh, anyway, listen, they went and got Kaku, right? They spent, they spent money. So, and I think he's the straight up replace Sasha. I think that was the plan all along. I just, I don't know. He could have just said, "Hey, I wish we could have won a title there." and Move on. Yeah, I mean, I, I sure. sure. Uh, Kaku, yeah, they spoke Kaku, Kaku, but you know, they also there were rumors they were going to get another guy from Huracan. They didn't obviously didn't get that. I mean, to be fair, I believe that like, a couple of European teams were in the running for that guy's services too. Uh, but that's one player. I mean, you, you have three DP spots, and, the, and this team does not invest in it. Uh, you know, I, I'm not opposed to building the youth system at all and having your core come from your youth, but you got to have pieces that push you over the top, and it's, this team just doesn't do it. Um, you know, Kaku replaces question. You know, still no, again, no replacement for Dax. Uh, you know, it, it's... It's not enough. I, I would be very shocked if the way the team is running, being run right now, they will win an MLS Cup. I, I cannot. I mean, I know this isn't our season preview episode, but this is. And I've only been a friend, a fan since 2010, but this is easily the season I am the least excited going in, and I think they may even miss the playoffs this year. I think that's almost impossible. Just the way the playoffs run, it's so hard. You really got to be trash. You really got to be DC. I should just say it that way. You really got to be DC or Philly. I mean, uh, it took what a a good like four game stretch in the summer to basically guarantee us a, a spot in the East. So it's a mixed bag. You, you can lose very easily, but it's at the same time you kind of have to try to lose. It's weird, but anyway, uh, mixed reaction for me. Don't don't complain. I don't like players ever complaining about how they were treated. Because, you know, name me a name me any real number of players over like ten players that would stay at one team for their entire career. That's not that many. I know, yeah, right? Not a cat salary cap week. 
No. Right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like, the, the only exception I could think of is Tom Brady, but that's because the Patriots did what they could to keep him. So it's not like. And Tom Brady is. Well, I don't want to talk about it. Anyway. He's a loser. Um, it's fine. He's a loser yeah. now. He's a loser. <laughs> but, you know, it, it, in in a world where players are going to chase paychecks because, honestly, if that's that's owed to them. If they're a good player, they're going to get money. That's just how things work. You can't lead the team. Granted, even if you're not the one that made the decision, you can't complain on your way out the door because, you know, you're leaving for what is to be considered a better opportunity for you. Right. Hey, he gets to go to Florida. Come on, man. Stop complaining. What's wrong with that? Nothing. Uh, But then on the flip side, I can see where I agree with him where we're not doing enough in terms of the transfer market. I mean, how many times last year we talk about the the allocation money that we got for Dax that never got spent? Yeah. uh, Yeah, for sure. We all complained about that all year. I mean, I I I can also argue that the team – that we had on the field should have beat Toronto, but that's execution, not player pool. And I've said that this team has gotten worse over the last three years. And part of that is probably the fact that our player pool has gotten younger and more inexperienced year over year. If you if you look at the number of veterans on the team, I mean, it's just, or at least MLS veterans. Cause you know, for a guy coming in to the league, like Royer, it's hard necessarily like they're going to just fit right in. There's always an adjustment period. Yeah. So to have MLS veterans on a team where, you know, it's such a unique league to play in because of traveling and the playing during the summer and all that other stuff, which is not something that happens in other places in the world. It's just one of those things that the Red Bulls aren't doing enough personnel wise to, to maximize their, their chances of winning. So anyway, the lesson, uh, the lesson here is we can bitch, writers can bitch, Sasha making a million bucks. Shush. Well, Shush I, you got paid, I, brother. I give him, I give him the right to bitch about the fact that the Red Bulls didn't do enough to bring players in. I do not say that he has the right to bitch about how fans treat him. No, that, I mean it's so stupid. Although I will say it is stupid that you are going to complain about what. This guy hasn't done, even though he was the MLS assist leader for two straight years. Well, you know, some of these fans just ran him out of town. Yeah, ran him yeah. out. He's no Sean Davis. That was the problem. Yeah. Sean Davis is the future. Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, so let's move on uh, real quick before we go back to the preseason stuff. Uh, over the weekend, the United States Soccer Federation elected a new president because Sunil Gulati stepped down. Or, sorry, he did not run for re-election. Uh, yeah. And after I forget how many votes it took. It was at least three or four. Uh, Carlos Cadero, the former VP under Snogalati, is now in charge of uh, USSF. He apparently is the was the only app, or the only person running that hadn't played uh, high or soccer past high school because <laughs> that you know matters a lot. Uh, I don't even know really where to talk, begin because if, if this was like Hope So or Ronaldo or a player that actually won, I think we'd have more to say. But since this was a quote establishment candidate, yeah, <laughs> I mean, I I don't even know 
if you would see change in like the next four years? Any any honest to goodness real change in four years? He's best for business. Uh... Here's here's the problem. First of all, God, Hope Solo, shut up. H- had enough of her. She assaulted her nephew and cursed out cops. I, your, her opinion means absolutely nothing to me. <laughs> yeah, I, I just don't care. She has no leg to stand on when it comes to anything at all. I know she's fighting for equal pay, which is which is really awesome, but she's 100% the wrong person to be doing that. Period. Yeah. Wrong person. Um, also, her, Ronaldo, they have absolutely no experience in running a federation. None. Not even close. Ronaldo can barely run like a, t- a freaking pub team. Well, I mean, he did get that team into like what the fourth round of the Open Cup one year, yeah, right? So, oh yeah, oh man, great. I think he beat two MLS teams, right? And he, and he had a Fox sponsorship. Oh, so he should definitely clearly knows how to run the U.S. Soccer Federation. Fox. I mean that that was the big problem is that aside from the two establishment candidates, it was mostly just a bunch of idiots running. It it was it was the recall election in California. <laughs> that that's what it was. It was Gary Coleman running. It was Mary Carey running. It was like a bunch of weird people you've never heard of running. They have zero experience. Uh, Winalda is just listening to what everyone was saying on Twitter and going, yeah, that's a pretty good idea. We should do that. There was a bunch of dummies. So this is what you get. This, this, this is what you get. Uh, I disagree. I mean, I disagree with that. Winalda's dummy. I'm, I'm definitely... He's a dummy. Uh, I mean, I, I came around to more Cal Martino than uh, Eric Winalda because I also do sometimes think there's when you want to do change, it has to be gradual. And I don't. And I think Martino is more on the gradual change as opposed to the complete nutter overhaul. Um, yeah, no, I have no problem with Winalda whatsoever. I don't think he's a dummy whatsoever. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, look. Out of the establishment candidates, Cordero was the one I disliked the least, so there's hmm. that. Um, <laughs> you know, at least it wasn't the some marketing president. I mean, the big issue is, like, you need someone to put pressure on MLS. I, I don't necessarily think he's going to do it, um, you know, so. But, but, but put pressure on MLS to, to do what? I think to consider uh, different ideas to change, to kind of open up the checkbooks a little bit, um, you know. Uh, to consider down the line promotion relegation, um, you know, it's those kinds of things. And I think they, I, I definitely think they're, and, and you know, and to be perfectly honest, consider not resigning American players, you know, especially when they're in their prime, you know, let them stay in Europe. Uh, I mean, Josie Altidore, I think, had to come home. He wasn't doing jack in Europe. But, I mean, Michael Bradley, uh, who, I, who I admit, readily admit, is scapegoated too often for America's failures. Um, he should have stayed in Europe. You know, he he was doing fine there, and I think he, by and large, played better for the national team. Um, you know, I think I think someone wants to realize that you know, not necessarily what's good for MLS is good for the national team, and vice versa. Um, you know, so, but yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, things could change. You know, I, overall, I don't think the. America is effed. Uh, reaction to the World Cup was uh, uh, accurate. Uh, I do think there are positive signs down the road, uh, chief among them that the youth system is better than it's ever been and is only now just starting to produce uh, talent. 
So, um, you know, it's not really, it's not, it wasn't time to really call. It wasn't time to blow the whole thing up for sure. Uh, but you know, it would have been nice to see somebody who would enact some change. I, I saw someone tweet after the elections that, um, like, oh, now we're going to be terrible. Not only for this, you know, we won't make this World Cup, but maybe we won't call for the next one. Yeah. Good. I don't, I don't want anyone going to that country. That place is terrible. But let's let's not qualify for the next one either. Let's take two off, completely rebuild the team, and then come kick some ass in eight years or so. And the one that we're going to host, right? Because we're going to – right now, we are pretty much the ones hosting 2024, right? Or not 2024. Oh, us, us, Canada? That one? Yeah, the North American World Cup. So, I mean – we're going to get guaranteed bid into that one, right? That's how it's going to work. Yeah, now that we got the new the new bosses in charge, he's going to bribe his way in. That's what he's really there for. <laughs> Good old bribery. Bri- bribe time. <laughs> All right. Uh, so back to the Red Bulls. Uh, preseason is underway. They've had their scrimmages in Florida. The official. For some reason, like the first two scrimmages don't deserve spots on the schedule for the Red Bulls. Say, I don't know why. But so this is the results that they do have. Uh, February third, they had a four-three win over Philly in just a scrimmage or whatever you want to call it, preseason game. Then, as part of the Mobile Sun Mini Cup, uh, they defeated Phoenix Rising uh, FC three-two on February tenth, and then uh, coming up, which would be Wednesday the fourteenth, which is probably when you're listening to this, uh, Sporting Kansas City. The 17th against Houston, the 21st against Portland, and then the 24th is the the championship game of that thing. So we'll figure out whoever we're playing then. Can we can we talk about the uh, the Phoenix game real quick? Sure. I didn't listen. I didn't watch it. So I don't people, listen. Pat, did you watch the game? People were losing their minds over losing to this team. They were, oh, same old crap. Oh, they're awful. Meanwhile, the, the Red Bulls are substituting, like, in an entire second team in the second half, you know, subbing in, like, eight guys at one time. Uh, and then they score two goals in, like, the final three minutes and end up winning the game. That was actually the, the funniest part. But good God, Twitter was just, oh, you might as well just not have a season this year the way they were playing in a preseason game. In a preseason game, you pretty much half-ass, you know, just to get your legs under you again. And then a fairly early preseason game, too. Right, right. It's not, like just... this is like, it's not even like this is, uh, what is it, February 28th or like a week out from the start of the season. Right. Oh, my God. I, oh, it was it was unbearable. I was yelling on Twitter because I, I couldn't help it. I just couldn't take these people losing it. And then, uh, yeah, they ended up coming and coming back and winning, you know, with a army full of substitutes. So what would he do? I mean, the best part to take out of that game was you got to watch it. So that was fun. That was it. Yeah. You got to watch it. Yeah, trailing in a preseason game to another team in a preseason game, it's like, why bother to get upset? Uh, I just, it's unbelievable. Because getting upset is what our fan base does. Unless you uh, criticize, unless you criticize the team. Then, uh, then they get mad at you. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, Champions League coming up. Uh, so the away leg is February 22nd. It has now been confirmed. They'll play at, uh, the National Stadium in Costa Rica, uh, San Jose in a closed door match. So that kind of sucks. I guess that they won't get any money from whatever number of fans would have been able to make it. 
And then the home leg is still scheduled for March 1st. So we're going to kind of preview that series this week because I'm going on vacation soon, so I will not be around for the first leg. You will not. Are you secretly going to San Jose and sneaking in? Is that what you're doing? Uh, I will be near a San Jose, but not that one. <laughs> oh, some somewhat near San Jose. Darn. Yeah. Do you know the way to San Jose? Okay. Here's here's my preview number one. You ready? Yeah. Is Kaku on the bench on the lineup at all in that game? <laughs> no. Is is Kaku with the team? Well, he's with the team. He's, he's with the team now. He's in Arizona. Yeah. Because I was looking. I did not see anything about him actually showing up. So There was a – someone posted a picture on, uh, some, I think, maybe the discussion group uh, where you can clearly see Kaku in the background chilling with the guys. So. Right. So he's, uh, he's there. Yeah, he exists. I mean, I uh, hope he exists. That would just be <laughs> weird if he didn't. Uh, but no, I don't think he'll be on the team. He'll be on the bench or in the game whatsoever. Yeah, will I can't he be risking him? Will he be a fan in the seat? Will he be allowed in? Uh, he looks closed doors. I would say question. technically yes, because he's not a fan. He'd be part of the team, even though he's not playing. Hmm. But the better question is: Would he be left behind in Arizona for preseason? Uh, well, yeah. I mean, of course. All right. So no Kaku, no Kaku, no, no Kaku. All right. So Pat, what say you about this game? Well, I mean, I think you have to consider first what we know about Olympia. Uh, one, they're from Honduras. Yep. That, that's it. That's one thing. Uh. So okay. So there's that. <laughs> um, you know. Uh, I don't know. I mean, in all truth, truthfully, I mean, this certainly sets up well for the Red Bulls. I mean, they they don't actually have to go to a hostile crowd of Hondurans. Uh, it's going to be an empty stadium, uh, so naturally they're going to lose. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, I would love to think that the Red Bulls are going to win, but they they've disappointed me so much in this tournament that I, until they stop, I can't predict they're going to win. So I'm going to go with a. A two nothing loss, and then they come home for a one one draw or something. Although we'll pre- preview the draw, uh, I assume sometime in the future. Yeah, yeah. My level of knowledge on this team is is pretty much equal to yours. So I'm going to say they're somehow going to get a one one draw out of this. Uh, give up a goal because they're not on the road, and score a goal because there's no one paying attention, no one watching, no one there. Mm-hmm. So that that I mean that's really the only reasoning behind it. Um, I think that would be the greatest result ever, considering yet again they're in preseason mode. Mm-hmm. These games are so stupid, but the scheduling is so dumb. Uh, but I guess I'm just going to be just kind of hopeful that they'll somehow get some result out of this. I mean, the draw is pretty much the best thing you could hope for, right? Yeah, a wage draw, absolutely. Um, I. <laughs> I'll say two two draw, just be different. Yeah, because why not? I guess you know this doesn't count. We're not they're not away, standing away, yet. So. Away rules matter in Champions League, right? Yeah. Uh, so. Yep. All right, I'll say two two, just so that we have the extra away goal. But, I okay. I don't think we'll actually do anything, but we'll have the extra away goal. 
And yes, these don't count towards our prediction standings. Towards my my future belt that I never got that I should have gotten. <laughs> Still salty. <laughs> All right. Uh, so this question was actually asked of us last, or I guess two weeks ago, whenever we did our last episode. Uh, unfortunately, it came in kind of right after we finished recording, so we didn't get to talk about it. Uh, on Twitter, at Gnome Sniper asks, "How about captain choices? What do you, who do you think deserves it, and why?" So, Sherman, you go first. Who do you think should be the new captain of the Red Bulls? Well, I'm going to tell you who I absolutely, totally think it's going to be, and that's Felipe. And I have another reason to back up why it's going to be Felipe. Let's, let me rewind back to that, uh, game against Phoenix Rising, where they substituted every player on the planet off, except for two people, Luis Robles and Felipe. For some reason, Felipe played an entire preseason game <laughs> because Jesse, Jesse Marsh loves his Felipe. Uh, he hearts Felipe. And I am not saying he is the right choice for captain, but I think he will be the choice for captain. I I don't know. I just feel that he, he, he's he been biding his time. He's been trading away all those guys who were the captain just to get at the Felipe. Mm-hmm. I'm just telling you. So, brace Felipe yourself for number eight. Ali Curtis for some reason. He still hates Ali Curtis. Yeah. yeah. Which, so which, just, which the best thing is, if you if – you remember the reason we even got Sasha Kleschen was because we traded for Felipe and a the top spot in the um whatever that stupid order was allocation, allocation order. draft. Yeah. So yeah, there you go. Uh, I think it will be Luis Robles. Um, I mean, is he? He's the longest tenured guy on the team at this point, right? Yes. So, I mean, I think that'll come to play. Uh, he's an Iron Man, even though, you know, that's not exactly super hard to do as a goalkeeper. But um, I just, you know, I think he's Mr. Reliable. He's been routinely tremendous for this team. Uh, longest tenured guy, that big older, might even be the oldest guy on the team at this point. Uh, so I think you'll, oh, probably BWP. I'm sorry, I didn't think about that. He's probably the oldest. So, but uh, yeah, I think it'll be Luis. Um, you know, why not? Because he's the goalie? Yeah, well, hey, what Tim Howard was the captain. Once, so Robles is thirty-three, Ray Phelps is thirty-two. Yeah, okay, so there you go, oldest. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Felipe for two reasons. One, Jesse Marsh is a guy. I mean, that's just kind of obvious. Well, the, the only thing about that is, don't the players pick the captain? I thought the coaches, or I maybe think... with the player input, the co- the coach picks. I don't know how it's done with the Red Bulls. Okay. I mean, honestly, if it was if it was really going to be about Jesse Marsh's guy, I think it would have been done last year because him and Clashton both had one year in. It's not like – I mean, I guess Clashton meant more because of uh, how much in terms of playmaking he was doing. But the other reason I think he's going to be the captain is so that when he dives and complains, he has the captain's R-band to protect him. Yeah. <laughs> Hence, that's why I said he's probably not the best choice, but just he's my, he's just going to be my pick. It, it's it's a protect it's to protect him from uh, getting tossed out of games. Right, there you go. he can he can fall over by the invisible leg and then get up and complain about it. <laughs> right, right to the ref. Oh come on! All right, so time for the dumping ground. Hey, 
So I'm going to bring this up. This is not the first in the dumping ground, but I'm going to bring it up first. So last time we asked you guys to throw suggestions for Pat's new stage name. Hmm. We got one suggestion via email. Oh, boy. And I have not am, heard this yet. I, I am honestly disappointed because it just follows a meme, and it, I think it's a stupid meme at this point. If you fucking say dilly dilly, I'm disconnecting no, my headphones no, and closing the thing. It's not dilly dilly, thankfully. Ranty McRantface. <laughs> Ranty McRantface? <laughs> yes. And that, uh, that was from Alex. All right, Alex. So you're, well, you're saying he's Scottish, right? Yeah. <laughs> I am Scottish. Yeah, so there you go. So the yeah. Mick is well deserved. <laughs> uh,. Yeah, I don't think I will go by that name professionally, but uh, hey, all right, I'll take it. It would stand out. It would certainly like on the Oscar goes to Ranty McRantface. If you somehow can top Ranty McRantface as a stage name, please although, let us know. Although it, I, I think if you actually picked it, Reddit would probably like propel you to stardom. Yeah, there you go. Because they're you know all about those memes. Yeah, Bodie McBoatface. Yep. Starring in, starring in Fifty Shades, Fifty Year, <laughs> and face. All right, some more dumping ground. Uh, Miami has a team. Thoughts? Uh, Officially, about, about goddamn time, right? Yep. They already failed yeah. once. How's it going to work again? I mean, it probably won't. Miami's a terrible place for professional sports. I mean, they just keep proving it over and over and over again that no one cares about pro sports there. Mm-hmm. Where are they even going to play? Uh, they they have a spot picked out. Please yeah, tell me it's not that stupid pier with the ship no, with the no. thing. They have land in some some place. Is it actually in Miami? Yeah, probably in, not. <laughs> there's some neighborhood they have. Uh, a bunch of they somehow got a hold of some land. The problem is David Beckham's not going to play on this team. That's problem number one. I mean that that would have probably gotten you fans, but I mean you're right when they they already failed years ago. Mm-hmm. Miami just sucks. It sucks so bad as a sports team. And listen, we 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 talked about Florida and how nice it is, but here's the thing. The eastern coast of Florida sucks during the summer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I say this from, from being down there on vacation in, like, August where it's – and I'm not kidding. This, like, for a whole week, this could happen. Hot and humid in the morning. Uh, early afternoon, thunderstorms slash showers. Hot and muggy all night. Rinse, repeat for a month or two. The baseball team built a roof. <laughs> built a retractable roof. The baseball team, who, you know, always play in the summertime. They're like, nah, we don't want to deal with this. And so, then, I, mean, I mean, they're going to get night games because, you know, it's not like the, they were going to play in the afternoon. So. Well, they're going to have to play some afternoons. Yeah. Whatever whatever the networks deem it. So. Yeah, Gerber will find a way to give to make a national broadcast on Saturday night for them. I mean, the, the the positive is Orlando will get another local, you know, have a local rival. They can have a rival with rival, right? I mean, there's that. So, I mean, that's cool. But I don't know. I just don't see how you succeed playing down there. 
It took it, it took the greatest basketball player of today to sign down there for p- people to show up to Miami Heat games. Yeah, and then um, they still leave the stadium early on a game that they right. <laughs> yeah. That's, I mean, give David Beckham credit. He's he's savvy. Um, he knows that he'll try and grab whether it's uh, Messi or Ronaldo. I mean, what, when's this team going to play? I mean, they're both. I know they're both older than thirty at this point. So, I mean, Messi's uh, Beckham knows he's got to grab a name to get people in there for sure. And I mean, he definitely will. That's what every expansion team does nowadays. They yeah. just get somebody. Yeah, it's the team. It's the one teams that don't get anybody anymore. Right, no, we gave up on that a long time ago. <laughs> we just don't bother. Uh, so they're going to launch in 2020. Okay. Oh, so they got a couple they of have, years. They together. have two full seasons before they'll play. And they'll probably have a new stadium before uh, the Smurfs do. Probably. Well, they actually have the land to build it. Right. Look at that. Isn't that weird how, expan- how expansion teams, um, they have stadium plans set up? <laughs> weird. It's weird how that, uh, how that works. Uh, anyway, speaking of expansion teams, I have a question for you guys. Yeah. And I'll probably put it out on Twitter. Uh, with LA2 playing this year, I was actually just thinking about this earlier today. With with what we deal with with the Smurfs, um, you know, being the, this kind of like new rival to inject some soccer culture into New York area, what's your interest on the LA2 team this year? As to like, are you of the they never should have put a team a second team in LA? Uh, are you for it? Are you against it? Are you interested? Are you going to pay attention to any of those games? Like, I'm just gauging your interest uh, on this. Yeah, I mean, I mean the one plus, and it's the same thing that with uh, New York City uh, is that unlike the original LA and New York team, this team will play in LA proper. So, I mean, I suppose that helps its cause as opposed to CBS USA. Uh, But in terms of my personal interest, I don't care. You know, it's, if it's not the Red Bulls, I really don't give a shit. Um, You know, it's, so that's pretty much where my interest is. I mean, but uh, in terms of getting a team in LA proper, I think that's why it will do be all right. As opposed to, where she missed USA failed. I mean, she was USA failed on multiple levels, but right. uh, um, I think the whole being in LA proper will help uh, this team do all right uh, in the coming season. So you're not you're not like tuning in on that Saturday night or Friday night or whatever when they're going to sh- play each other for the first time. Yeah, probably not, unless they got nothing better to do. All right, Jay. Yeah, I'm not really look. Not, not that's not going to be like a team that makes me stop doing things and watch them. In fairness, though, it's, that's like Pat said, like I, no team in MLS is making me do that right now. So it's not something that I'm looking for out of anybody. So and again, you're, so I mean, you're, you're not like a, hey, the, the Timbers are playing the Sounders. I'm home. I'm going to watch this. I mean, if I got nothing better to do, sure. But I'm not like, it's not appointment TV. Right. It's okay. Well, I'm just curious. I don't know if you, you're ready for the spectacle of, of this. Just considering what we deal with uh, now, where it is, I mean, it is the team playing in the city, you know, playing actually in the city, not in the outskirts. Uh, the LA2 fans giving the same stuff as like, oh, we play in Los Angeles, you don't. I mean, the Galaxy fans are pretty much hearing the same stuff we do. I mean, are they, is their stadium going to be open? What yes. do you mean? 
the Bank of California Stadium. Is that actually going to be open? Oh, I don't know from day one. But... Not from day one, but it, it will be this year for sure. So, but, I mean, that's – like, that would be, at the beginning of the year, why I would tune in is more about everything. Like, Atlanta was great coming in, but if they had the stadium open when they when they played the Red Bulls, imagine what that would have been like compared to playing at the University of Georgia. You mean Georgia Tech? Or Georgia Tech, sorry. Come yeah. on, man. Come on. But, I mean, imagine the difference that would have made, right? They, oh, they, yeah. Oh, for sure. If they packed the stadium in, in Atlanta on opening day against the Red Bulls, how much more of a spectacle would that have been? Yeah, it would have been nuts. So that's, yeah. that's the thing. Like, Yeah, it's nice that they're starting it all, but if they were actually playing in a brand-new stadium the first day or, or whatever their, fir- their home opener is, then yeah. Like, are I, they are they doing the old uh, play four hundred games on the road? No, I have no idea. I think so, but I could be wrong. I can look it up real quick since I. You're gonna look up their schedule. Well, I was looking up their stadium, so it was really it was right. It was available. Alrighty. Meanwhile, does, did DC find a, uh, a place to play at the home opener at? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, let's see. They play. Holy crap! They don't play a home game till April 29th, and that's technically when they'll open the stadium. Okay, so they'll that's play not, not too terrible. Two, three, six games on the road. Okay, that's so so, so maybe maybe the game in April I'll turn in for because that's you know home opener. It is Seattle. It's the new stadium. Like that one, I I might be interested in. They play uh, the Sounders. That they they'll play the Sounders in their home opener. Right. They play the Galaxy on March thirty first. There you go. Is that a, that a home game, quote unquote? No, that's that's that, at, at Galaxy. Right. Three o'clock on Fox. Are you watching if you're home? Yeah, probably not. No, I'd probably watch. Which are, let's see, the one in July. That's at LAFC's stadium. Okay. I see enough of the StubHub Center. I don't need to see that. <laughs> We've seen enough Chargers games this year. Yeah, and, I, and I think, I mean, I, if I recall, I think LAFC made a decent signing or two. But in the end, let's not forget, it's, it's an expansion team. And how right. often are expansion teams any good, you know? <laughs> right. They can't all be the Las Vegas Golden Knights, just saying. Exactly. Oh, man, their roster page looks horrible. <laughs> uh, no, like, they have... Is it, on like, Angel, is it on Angel Fire? No, <laughs> it's but if they have like the pictures, the player <laughs> pictures against this this backdrop, and it just it, it doesn't work. Oh man, who's gonna get that joke? Well, Angel Fire. Yeah, just us <laughs> old men. I feel like a few of our fans might be over the age of thirty. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes! Let's see their page: one, two, three, four, five, six. They only have 18 players on their roster page. So they're, wow. They're building. Wow. So they're going to be more Minnesota than Atlanta. That's what we're saying here. Oh, yeah. except, except without having the US or the NASL team coming up. Right, right. But it just, yeah, just player-wise, it's going to be rough. Yeah, I think the biggest name, the two biggest names right now are Stephen Betashore and uh, Benny Fehaber. Oh, and Carlos Vea, right? Who? Carlos Vea, the Mexican national. Uh, oh, they do. He's he's on the very bottom of the page, which is why I didn't notice him right away. Mm. I will, order. I will say this, and I I know what I mentioned at the uh, on our last show. 
props to their fans for coming out hardcore to the draft. They did bring a nice contingent. So that, I think that's always a good sign. Oh, yeah, for sure. Especially if you go cross country. Right. You're coming all, I mean, you are coming the furthest distance you can from one coast to the other. So good on them. I think that's pretty cool. So that's a, that's a positive sign for them. You know, it's, it's a team that, uh, LA people were not clamoring for. Uh, they made it and at least people are clearly interested. Yeah. So we'll put a poll up. Well, I'll ask, I'll ask people. We'll get people. back to it maybe next next show, whenever that is. What do you think, people? Uh, my last announcement, and I know it's only February 13th, so I'm pretty stoked to say that we already have the venue and date booked for Forza Lucha 6. How cool is that, guys? That's nice. pretty impressive. Right? So we are getting an early jump this year on everything. Uh, you want to give me money now? Give me money now for the show. I'll take yeah, it right now. Okay. It's not in May. No, it is in July. What, what it, is, it is July 21st when we play again, the New England Revolution. Because who else do we play? We always we, we play Montreal, we play the Revs. That's it. So we have two teams that we play on Forza Lucha Day. Well, it's I was it's hoping like it was, Rusev Day. Rusev Day. Every day is Rusev Day. I, I was hoping it was May because that's, I think, when the NYCFC come, and that's when I have tickets for. Oh, but see, July 21st against the Revs. Back in Harrison, at, oh, we have a few suggestions for names. Uh, the Forza Arena, which I like. The Forza uh, Arena. The, the Forza Arena, the Forza Dome, or the 7 Mill Arena? 7 Mill, eh? Well, 7 Mill works more if you are playing NYC. Right. I kind of like the Forza Arena. Is it? Is it going to be the same... The same building as last year? Yeah, same building, Holy Cross in Harrison. Yep. Well, this year it's going to be crazy. We're having a brawn panties match, a first blood match, a cage match, right? Yep. I think I'm fan... looking when he hasn't even talked to Truman yet. A fans bring the holistic medicine match. <laughs> a pole on a pole match. Oh, God. WWE tried that. It doesn't work. A pole on another pole on a third pole match. Ooh, so many poles! But it's gonna be a, it's gonna be like a person from Poland on a pole, so it's a pole on a pole. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, get excited! Date date is ready to go. We are we are booking it now, baby. Boom! All right, is that that's it? it. That's all I got. That's it. That's all I have for you. Cool. I got almost of a clock. So <laughs> yeah, almost. All right, uh, let's wrap this one up. You can visit us at patreon.com slash Red Bull Rant. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Red Bull Rant. And if you throw a dollar a month our way, that is literally the minimum amount that Patreon allows us to charge. If you <laughs> throw a dollar a month our way, you will have access to the Patreon-exclusive monthly wrap-ups when, we start to see, when the season starts in March and any live post-game shows that we do. Yeah. Semi live anyway, because it will be recorded just after the game. Uh, if you want to email us, like Alex did, redbullrant at gmail.com. If you want to call us, because you know you like hearing your voice on the show or want to express an opinion, 973 348 5329. Facebook.com slash Bull Rant on Twitter at Red for the show at Doc the Stooge for myself at PMAC DA2 for Pat. 
at the Truman for Truman. Subscribe to our show via iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play Music. And as I discovered last week, if you are a Patreon, there is a Patreon exclusive feed that you can get, and I have enabled it. So you mm. don't have to go to this website to listen to the show, the exclusive shows. You can just get everything straight through Patreon because the free shows and the paid will all be in one spot. You're an enabler. Yeah, you are. I gotta, gotta, gotta give them their dollars worth. And no, of course, no, no. We, have, we have the five dollar goal. If you hit subscribe five dollars, you will be given a producer credit, and we will actually read your name every week on the show. And for, and for twenty dollars a month, you can get a uh, a sexy swimsuit calendar starring Jay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hmm. I'm glad I am the one that has the password to the Patreon because that's not <laughs> happening. <laughs> Not for twenty dollars. Come on, I, yeah, I gotta, have gotta, really, gotta really crank it up to like twenty five dollars. I mean, yeah, twenty five at least. Mm. Twenty dollars and fifty cents. <laughs> How cheap do you think I am? Come on. <laughs> All right. Uh, last words before we get out of here. Uh, the Olympics is cool, I guess. Yeah. That, that's all I got. Snowboarding tonight, so that's what I'm watching. We want we want a snowboard medal, right? Yep. Yeah. We want a few medals. We're doing okay. Not great, but okay. Uh I guess uh yeah, next uh Thursday. Uh it does look like the game might be televised, so it's not uh, a Facebook? Um, I saw I I don't know. Here's the thing. I looked up on TV Guide that and there is a Champions League game at ten o'clock on Universidad Deportes. Uh, the only issue is Seattle Sounders are also playing at uh, 10 o'clock, and, and uh, the TV guide does not list which team is playing. So there's, a, I guess, a chance that the Rebels will be on television. So if they are, uh, I think me and I, at least one other guy are going to be at Derby Road. Uh, and it's also my birthday. So if you want to come out and watch soccer on my birthday. Cabra. Uh, don't forget, it's my birthday. So. All right. So for Pat Truman and myself, this has been episode number 252 of the Red Bull Rant. As always, go Red Bulls. Peace out. Late.